of the Futurist Manifesto, which had originally been sort of thrown together by an Italian poet named Filippo Tommaso Marinetti in 1908. And basically what it said was, you know what? I think we should just forget about the past and think instead of all of the dope-ass shit that awaits us in the future, like flying cars and also fascism. So the idea of the so-called futurist movement of the early 20th century was somewhat broader than like scientific and technological progress, although that was sort of a means to an end for it. It sort of set the tone of like youth and speed and whether this was conveyed through science or art or literature or design, Italian futurism was kind of like, this is not a phase, mom, it's a lifestyle and also it's kind of the groundwork for fascism. But anyway, so Marinetti published his manifesto originally as a preface to a book of his poetry because why not? He was a poet. But eventually it became sort of like a standalone thing, guidebook for the aspiring modern fascist, if you will. But at the time it kind of had different implications. So industrialization was sort of the happening movement and buzzword at this point in history, not just in Europe, but you know, throughout other areas of the world, including the US. And so design and architecture in terms of city life reflected this shifting paradigm. So, you know, things were metallic and shiny and fast and cool and young and hip and uh, basically not your grandma's horse and buggy bullshit. And I mean, it kind of sounds good on paper, but then you read a little bit deeper and the manifesto also says shit like, hey, you know what? War is necessary because humans are aggressive and also fighting like this is purifies the human spirit and has hygienic properties and also like fuck libraries and museums and morality and feminism. So I'm gonna read a little bit of it and this is of course the English translation which I think this is the predominant one that was done in the 70s. I have read though that the original Italian really packs the most punch because of its precision but uh, I'm not fluent in Italian so we're just gonna have to go with the English translation. Number one, we want to sing the love of danger, the habit of energy and rashness. Number two, the essential elements of our poetry will be courage, audacity, and revolt. Number three, Literature has, up until now, magnified pensive immobility, ecstasy, and slumber. We want to exalt movements of aggression, feverish sleeplessness, the double march, the perilous leap, the slap, and the blow with the fist. Four, we declare that the splendor of the world has been enriched by a new beauty, the beauty of speed. A racing automobile with its bonnet adorned with great tubes like serpents with explosive breath. A roaring motor car which seems to run on machine gun fire is more beautiful than the victory of Samothrace. Number five, we want to sing the man at the wheel, the ideal axis of which crosses the earth, itself hurled along its orbit. Number six, the poet must spend himself with warmth, glamour, and prodigality to increase the enthusiastic fervor of the primordial elements. Number seven, beauty exists only in struggle. There is no masterpiece that is not an aggressive character. Poetry must be a violent assault on the forces of the unknown, to force them to bow before man. Number eight, we are on the extreme promontory of the centuries. What is the use of looking behind the moment when we must be open to the mysterious shutters of the impossible? Time and space died yesterday. We are already living in the absolute since we have already created eternal omnipresent speed. 
Number nine, we want to glorify war, the only cure for the world. Militarism, patriotism, the destructive gesture of the anarchist, the beautiful ideas which kill and contempt for women. We want to demolish museums and libraries, fight morality, feminism, and all opportunist and utilitarian cowardice. Number 11, we will sing of the great crowds agitated by work, pleasure, and revolt, the multicolored and polyphonic surf of revolutions in modern capitals, the nocturnal vibration of the arsenals and the workships beneath their violent electric moons, the gluttonous railway stations devouring smoking serpents, factories suspended from the clouds by the thread of their smoke, bridges with the leap of gymnasts flung across the diabolic cutlery of sunny rivers, adventurous steamers sniffing the horizon, great-breasted locomotives puffing on the rails like enormous steel horses with long tubes for bridle, and the gliding flight of aeroplanes whose propeller sounds like the flapping of a flag in the applause of enthusiastic crowns. It is in Italy that we are issuing this manifesto of ruinous and incendiary violence by which we today are founding futurism, because we want to deliver Italy from its gangrene of professors, archaeologists, tourist guides, and antiquaries. Italy has been too long the great second-hand market. We want to get rid of the innumerable museums which cover it with innumerable cemeteries. Museums, cemeteries, truly identical in their sinister juxtaposition of bodies that do not know each other. Public dormitories where you sleep side by side forever with beings you hate or do not know. Reciprocal ferocity of the painters and sculptors who murder each other in the same museum with blows of line and color. To make a visit once a year, as one goes to see the graves of our dead once a year, that we could allow. We can even imagine placing flowers once a year at the feet of the Gioconda. But to take our sadness, our fragile courage, and our anxiety to the museum every day, that we cannot admit. Do you want to poison yourselves? Do you want to rot? What can you find in an old picture except the painful contortions of the artist trying to break uncrossable barriers which obstruct the full expression of his dream? To admire an old picture is to pour our sensibility into a funeral urn instead of casting it forward with violent spurts of creation and action. Do you want to waste the best part of your strength in a useless admiration of the past from which you will emerge exhausted, diminished, trampled on? Indeed, daily visits to museums, libraries, and academies, those cemeteries of waste effort, calvaries of crucified dreams, registers of false starts, is for artists what prolonged supervision by their parents is for intelligent young men, drunk with their own talent and ambition. For the dying, for invalids, and for prisoners it may be alright. It is perhaps some sort of balm for their wounds, the admirable past, at a moment when the future is denied them. But we will have none of it, we, the young, strong, and living futurists. Let the good incendiaries with charred fingers come. Here they are. Heap up the fire to the shelves of the libraries. Divert the canals to flood the cellars of the museums. Let the glorious canvases swim ashore. Take the picks and hammers. Undermine the foundation of venerable towns. The oldest among us are not yet 30 years old. We have therefore at least 10 years to accomplish our task. When we are 40, let younger and stronger men than us throw us in the waste paper basket like useless manuscripts. They will come against us from afar, leaping on the light cadence of their first poems, clutching the air with their predatory fingers and sniffing at the gates of the academies the good scent of our decaying spirits already promised to the catacombs of the libraries. But we shall not be there. They will find us at last one winter's night in the depths of the country in a sad hangar echoing with the notes of the monotonous rain, crouched near our trembling airplanes, warming our hands at the wretched fire which our books of today will make when they flame gaily beneath the glittering flight of their pictures. They will crowd around us, panting with anguish and disappointment, and exasperated by our proud, indefeatable courage, will hurl themselves 
steps forward to kill us, with all the more hatred as their hearts will be drunk with love and admiration for us, and strong, healthy injustice will shine radiantly from their eyes, for art can only be violence, cruelty, and injustice. The oldest among us are not yet 30, and yet we have already wasted treasures, treasures of strength, love, courage, and keen will, hastily, deliriously, without thinking, with all our might, till we are out of breath. Look at us, we are not out of breath, our hearts are not in the least tired, for they are nourished by fire hatred and speed. Does this surprise you? It is because you do not even remember being alive. Standing on the world summit, we launch once more our challenge to the stars. Your objections? All right, I know of them, of course. We know just what our beautiful false intelligence affirms. We are only the sum in the prolongation of our ancestors, it says. Perhaps, all right, what does it matter? But we will not listen. Take care not to repeat those infamous words. Instead, lift up your head. Standing on the world summit, we launch once once again, our insolent challenge to the stars.